0: When Jesse Itzler is gone, you're going to have to take out a full-page ad in the newspaper for his obituary because this guy stays pushing. He was a rapper who got signed by a major label. Now, this is a guy who got signed back in the Run-DMC days. He was a white white rapper, so that wasn't really heard of, but he got signed by a label. Then he went on to write fight songs and, and, and jingles for NBA teams. And then he, then he goes on to start Marquee Jets and Marquee Jets was a, uh, it's a timeshare for private, uh, for, for private jets. So you don't actually have to own the jet, but you can live like a baller. You just buy time into a, into a jet and go wherever the hell you want to, as long as you got time on your card. And, and it was a crazy concept at the time, but he made it work. He didn't have, he, he had no planes. He had no experience. He just did it. And he ended up making millions. He goes on to to, uh, to to hire a Navy SEAL, a retired Navy SEAL. He he gets a Navy SEAL to come live with him and push him beyond his comfort zone, beyond his mental capacity. And Jesse lived in New York at the time. And, and so uh, when he had the SEAL come live with him, it was in the New York winters. So the SEAL, they, there was no time. There was no concept of time. Whatever time it was, he would get him up in the middle of the night, early in the mornings, late at night. It didn't matter they would take off running. He he would make him do hundreds of 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 uh, pull-ups. They would have to jump in icy waters. It was all about it was all about pushing his 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 mental capacity. And he wrote a book about it. Jesse did called Living with a Seal. And now he goes on to write another book. And this book is about turning off the outside world. He just felt like he was getting pulled with so many distractions of life both both electronic and otherwise. That he need to recenter, that he needed to recalibrate his life. So he decides that he's gonna go live with some monks. And he writes a book about this. Now these monks are different because they're Russian Orthodox Jews who raise German shepherds. These are world class German shepherds, but that's how they that's how they make their money. That's how they, you know, pay the bills. So they're not the traditional kind of monks that you would think of with the big long robes, but he goes and, 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 and writes about his experience about living with these monks. And Jesse's Jesse's almost done it all, man. He's run 100-mile races. He's climbed mountains with no experience. He just sees something, and he goes out there and does it. There is no someday for him, but there is tomorrow. And on his bathroom wall, uh, on his bathroom mirror, he actually has a Post-it note that says just that, remember tomorrow. And not only is it on his mirror, but it's also in the forefront of his mind. He says, remember tomorrow. And he's, he, he does this, he said, because if I were to die tomorrow, I'd I'd miss the laughter of my children. I'd miss my wife's hands and amazing touch. I'd miss my friends, my family so much. If I were to die tomorrow, I'd miss everything I wanted to to accomplish but ran out of time. If I died tomorrow, would anyone care a hundred years from now? Would I have done enough in life? Would I have have regrets? Would I be remembered as the man I wanted to be? If I, were to buy, if I were to die tomorrow, did, did I give 100% to everything I did? Did I maximize the time or did I just waste it? Did I, spy, did I spend time doing things that mattered most? Did I try my hardest? Keep my word? Did I live with honor? Did I live life to the fullest if I died tomorrow? See, he's always pushing. He's always pushing in one race, I think it was his first 100-mile race, he was overwhelmed. He was dying out there, he felt like. And he wanted to quit. And there was a lady that was running alongside of him, and she could see in his eyes that he wanted to quit. And she, she hollered over to him. She said, look, just keep moving. you got to block it out of your mind. Because here's the thing, that the pain will last a week, but the memory will last forever. See, pain is temporary, but quitting stains the soul, man. That's permanent. So Jesse finished. He just kept on moving. He finished. It took him almost 23 hours to finish, but he did. Now, he ended up in a wheelchair. He ended up in a wheelchair for a, a few days, but he got out of that wheelchair. And he said it was the suffering in that race that, that helped him finish many other races of life. Not only literally, but also metaphorically as well. See, he remembers tomorrow. He uses it to beat the bully up in his head. And there was a time in the book where he, 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 he just, the silence was, was so loud, was so deafening that he felt like he had to go back to the distraction. He had to go back to his wife and kids. He had to go back to his businesses. So he almost quit. But he said, I had to remember how tomorrow was going to feel. I have to remember how tomorrow's going to feel if I pull the ripcord too soon and I go home. What is that feeling? What's that going to feel like? See, when you come to a point and and you have to make a key decision, remember how that choice will make you feel tomorrow. You want to quit the marathon at mile 18? Okay, that's fine. But remember, remember when you quit what what it's going to feel like tomorrow when you're left alone to think about what you did, that you were over halfway done with the race and you let up. Because you retired. Because it hurt. You want to get drunk? You want to get drunk tonight? And act a plum ass fool? Okay. Well, remember tomorrow and how you'll be viewed by others. You want to quit? All the years and customers that you've built up, you want to quit simply because you're not on half a deal? Or you got to split a deal? You you, you want to... You, you want to just drag up and go somewhere else and start selling all over again? Let all your customers know you're now somewhere else because one deal didn't go your way? <sighs> Do remember tomorrow? Man, you're in the middle of losing weight. You're in the middle of losing weight. Your pants are just now starting to loosen up. And you want to smash that big-ass seafood platter? Man, remember tomorrow. Remember tomorrow how shitty and condemning you're going to feel tomorrow, right after you eat it. And that eating, as soon as you finish it, when you're done, that's when tomorrow begins. And you're going to feel real shitty in seconds. There was a month I had not too long ago. Worst month I ever had in, in my management career. Ever. 19 years in management. I've been doing this 20 19 years in management, worst I've ever done. Now, I don't live like I did 19 years ago. I got two mortgages, huge responsibilities. And it was the worst month I ever had. I was furious. Dude, I was furious. But truthfully, I was scared. And I almost made a move that would have made the situation really worse. It would have taken care of the moment. I would have done what I emotionally wanted to do. But I had to back down from those raw emotions. Gotta remember tomorrow. I had to think about it, because if I say this, if I make this move, what's tomorrow look like? Will it make the situation better or worse? So you gotta look at tomorrow, and sometimes that means you just gotta sit on it. That means that you gotta take the mature, the mature action. Now, although we want to act immature at the moment, and see maturity is it's that space between the emotion and then the action that you that you take. See so you gotta put some space in that gap. What's going on right now? What do you need to do and not do? Just sit back a minute and remember tomorrow. Tomorrow's got two sides of the coins now. Two sides of the coin. See, one side of the coin is, is to, to, to not quit, to not give up, to just keep on moving. Because the pain of regret lasts the pain of regret lasts longer than the pain of pushing through. That's one side of the coin, but the other side of the coin is your decisions, and I know you want it now. I know you think that it is the right move right now, but what about tomorrow? What's the fallout? Who gets affected by it? Who are you responsible for that if you make a decision right now in the tomorrows who in the tomorrows that lay ahead who who else is affected? Who are you responsible for? Is it better or worse? So you got to think about that. Now, let me tell you this. Your tomorrows, you're not responsible. You're responsible for yourself and other people that you're responsible for, like your children. Okay? But you're also responsible for your health and happiness, too. See, you're not responsible in that relationship. You're not responsible for saving another person. If they're grown and capable and they're just making bad decisions or don't feel like doing something and you feel like you're stuck, No. No, you got to remember tomorrow. You got to remember that what your tomorrows need to be like. Now, maybe there's, maybe there's, maybe you're in a situation right now where you can't make a move. So, just because you can't make that move right now, doesn't mean that you don't start working for your tomorrows that lay ahead. And so, you have to strategically work for your tomorrows. But it doesn't mean that you just you're stuck. That, That 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 you got no other options. No. You're not responsible for anybody else, but you and those who you lead. You got to remember tomorrow. And yeah, you may make the move and, and it may be dark. It may be, it may be, uh, it may, you may go through some tough times, but if, if going through the pain, if on the other side of it is, is going to be better for you and those who you're responsible for, then start working toward that. Start working for your tomorrows. Just keep moving. Remember tomorrows. Do what you need to do today, but remember the consequences. Remember tomorrow. No matter what happens in life, life's all negotiable. And the greatest sale you're ever going to make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. I'll catch you back here tomorrow.